Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. James. Hello. And Brody. Hello. James, I am pleased to report that I have now finished my playthrough of Resident Evil 3. I loved it, but what I want to ask you today is how are you feeling about the new Resident Evil TV show? Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> no, no, it's um, yeah, I, I finished it. It is good. Um, there's like two storylines going on. Are you guys familiar? Are you familiar with that at all, Ewan? I actually have no idea where it sits within the universe. So, like, I don't know if they're trying to say it's it's like canon to the games, but it pretends that everything happened in the games up until this point. Like, oh, okay, yeah. So, oh, um, including eight. Yeah, apparently, which oh, they haven't wow. even, well, having watched it all, they haven't really addressed that or even talked about that, but, um, right. although I, yeah, I've got to, I probably got to look up the years and stuff that everything takes place, but, um, yeah, so it's good. Um, there's just like, um, how do I describe it? So there's two storylines running. There's like a storyline with like Wesker and his kids moving to this uh, new raccoon city. And there's a storyline mm. where, like, there's been an outbreak and everyone's dead. And it's, like, Mad Max meets, like, I don't know, like, Walking Dead kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, jumping from village to village. Or settlement to settlement, I should say. Right. Um, and the the storyline with, like, the Mad Maxi kind of vibe is bo- really boring. It's very much like she gets lost, meets some scary people or scary zombies, and then something moves on you know um but yeah. towards the end i do feel like it does get better um but i think the thing that like say the future storyline is missing there's no lance reddick in the future storyline so there's no wesker um and that's not as i just find that whole the lack of him was probably what the problem was although they are working yeah. towards making the future storyline more interesting if they have a season two um yeah they so, like, a, what like, you're saying is you kind of, you enjoyed one of the kind of stories that you followed. It's kind of like it Stranger kind of like Things. like a B-plot that There's, you did yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, But it's not like the B-plot. Like, it it like is directly, like, it's literally those characters growing up. Um, right. But uh, it's just not as compelling. <laughs> I've, I've only watched, like, the first 30 minutes, but I, I don't know if this is a dumb question. So, it's set in 2022, like, the, the earlier storyline, right? Which is just yep. after village but timeline wise they're not saying that this took place like months after village happened right like that it's not on the same timeline with that well, i'm guessing we don't well we don't know they haven't they don't say okay. anything because like that's yeah, why village i was confused was, village is 2021 they talk yeah. about like like part of the plot is like oh wesker died in 2009 what's he doing still alive and 2009 is when resi 5 took place like like there's there's clear links they find footage from the first game that they've reshot in live action which is really cool very small huh. stuff but like th- like they they put a lot of like moments from the games into the this world um but i'm i'm so so the 2022 part like when they first go to it is the end right so is that in my mind that was like the the first outbreak but is it not like has the outbreak already happened well no the first outbreak was like raccoon city in 1998 okay all right so like so, that right. that's yeah, why i'm getting confused yeah, but they do. They do get into that. Like they explain. Yeah. They kind of like catch you up if you haven't played the games, I guess. Um, okay. 
very quickly, but, um, yeah, like, they do a good job. I think they do a good job of that. A lot of the reviews said that, like, it's, it's attempts to, like, fit into the law makes it bad, but, like, I thought that was done quite well. Like, it's not super in your face. Like, if you didn't play the games, you wouldn't know. Like, you, you, you're just like, oh, cool, that's some backstory. Whereas I was like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. They've tied it into, like, zero, you know, or, like, four or three or whatever. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's probably the best live-action resi, but I know that's not a high bar um, at this point. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I was going to just... ask how it compared to the film that we got. Was it earlier well, this year, the... late last year? Late last year. Yeah. Um, this has, like, a really good range of, like, you know, small creatures and big creatures, like, the that you see in the action resis and then the smaller ones, like the lickers and stuff, the dogs. Mm. Um, they all look better, like, CG-wise. They all mm, look much more convincing good. than... Um, the Welcome to Raccoon City, which obviously got like a wide theatrical release. Yeah. Um, Ain't yeah, got that Netflix so, like, money though. Yeah, is that but is that a thing? I didn't know that was the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, I like, thought Sony money <laughs> goes a fair way. Yeah, that's as well. what I mean. Like, yeah. I mean, if you look at the Uncharted movie, like, I don't think people think that's cheap. Like, do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. A re- there's even creatures in this that appeared in Welcome to Raccoon City, so there's a really good point of comparison there, and they just all look better. Um, there is one thing that I didn't like, but I don't want to ruin it. Um, it's hard to talk about, but I just wish they went all the way with like making Lance Reddick look like Wesker to the best they could because it's already stupid. So like they, it's hard to explain without ruining it, but yeah, it's, it is good. Um, it's still pretty schlocky kind of sci-fi ish like the movies were. Um, so but there's no concepts introduced that haven't been introduced in the games. So I think fans will like it if they just go in with, like, an open mind. Like, I think a lot of people have gone into this ready to hate it because, like, the cast pictures were a bit weird and, like, obviously Lance Reddick doesn't look like what you'd think Wesker would look like. But he does fantastically. Like, and he, he uh, does yeah, really... Who is, who is Wesker? Like, I know, I've, I know I'm not... I'm new to the Resident Evil, but I've played two, th- two and three at this point, seven and eight. I don't know Wesker. So he's not in two, three, seven, or eight. He's in <laughs> one, four, and five. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. He was like for the Wesker collection. I've missed him. He was like the <laughs> yeah. OG. Yeah, he was. He was like the OG bad guy. Like, like all of the games ah. from nineteen ninety eight up until two thousand and nine were about were all like kind of orchestrated by him. So right. he's always been like. Because I was just the, looking at the IMDb for Welcome to Raccoon City, which is the film last year, and Wesker was yeah, like, it was, was he Hooper? in that too? Was he was was he like he the was, military guy that was, kind of knew more yeah, than he was, that was on? That was the dude from yeah, Umbrella Academy, but, yeah, right? Okay, was, yeah. That, that Welcome to Raccoon City did a lot, took a few li- liberties with the characters, um, right? But yeah, that was the same one. It's um. Yeah, just reading around as well, like, people are like, oh, the writing's really bad and shit, but, like, the writing in Resident Evil, like, has never been that good, like, it's... It's all so schlocky, like... Like, it's all yeah. meant to be, yeah, like, and people are like, oh, but the lore, like, they're not, they're forgetting this bit, and it's like, you just have to, like, kind of just suspend a little bit of disbelief um, about that stuff, but, yeah, I, and Wesker is a cartoon villain, like, at the end of the day, in all the games he appears in, then, then they were never gonna do that, you know, in, like, mm. a live action, it just doesn't translate well. Um, yeah. They do have a new villain in this, and she's pretty cool. Um, they do a great job of making her like she is a bit cartoony, but like um, they kind of she's almost like a fanfic self insert at points. But um, like I think the fan service in this is really good. I think it's mm. like just it's not like too cheap. It's not just like remember this or remember this. Like yeah, 
I think I yeah. think it's good. I really hope it does well because like I do think there's potential there for it to be even better, and they've set up some really cool shit for season two if that is. The yeah. Thing. Well, I know I know reviews have been mixed, but I've certainly seen some very favorable reviews. So hopefully those yeah. kind of are indicative of, um, I guess like the general audience when they come to watch it as well. Ja- not scary. Uh, not James. Either, sorry. Worried. Like it's not. I know. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, can. I think, I'm. Like, I'm doing okay with horror. Not you and specifically. I played, I played but Resident Evil Three all by myself. There was no one else in the room, and even one night it was all dark, and all I had was a little candle flickering, a little scented yeah, right. candle to just. What was the scent? It, it was <laughs> blood, <laughs> blood scented candle. <laughs> it was really, really oh. scary. Um, <laughs> obviously not. Uh, Brody, are you likely to watch the, the show? Brody, you there? Have we lost Brody? Oh shit! Have the have the zombies come for Brody? No, oh, no, he's checking it right no, now. No, no, oh, no, he's no, back. no. He's back. I'm back. He's I'm back. back. You're gonna have to cut around this. Um, what was the question? Do I plan uh, on watching it? Yes. Uh, well, hearing that James is you know slightly up on it, I guess gives me some hope that it could be pretty decent. So I might actually check it out now. I think you nice. should. Yeah, like Lance, Lance Reddick alone makes it worth it. I think he does a really good job. Um, the girls are okay, um, like the main characters. Um, I didn't realize Ella Belinska is in for Spoken, so it's like, oh, it's right. nice that one of her projects got released after <laughs> <laughs> much deliberation. Um, but yeah, such a, like, like a backhanded. <laughs> no, nah, she's good. She, they are good. Like the girl, the girls are good. I just really like the Wesker in this. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I really w- hope they get to do a second season, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I will endeavor to watch it as soon as, as possible to help pump those numbers up. Uh, but let's segue over to my new favorite segment, Tech Time with Shannon. Shannon, you managed to go hands-on today with the new Sony headsets. Um, I feel like we've spoken a lot about headsets recently, but maybe that's just you and I and our DMs. Um, how are the new Sony ones? How do they hold up? Um, yeah, they are good. So yeah, I think we have, and like all of the headsets coming out at the moment are like noise cancelling and the same features. But I think the things that yeah. really set these apart is A, they use the Sony XM345 noise cancelling driver cushion. So you're getting the best of that. And then it really integrates well with the PS5, like the Pulse headset does. So it's sort of the best of both worlds in Sony and PlayStation to yeah provide a really good experience for for ps5 which i liked about it they're bloody huge but light and comfortable so who cares how they look i guess yeah oh, well, that's one of the things i'm enjoying most about my new um arctis novas um is just how light they are um but how like does it have like a chat dial and does that kind of sync with playstation software it like does, i feel like that would be the major draw card yeah, and surprisingly, like the the software on PC is really good. Like you can you can customize the buttons to do different things, and a lot of the niggly things about the um, Steel Series that I didn't love, which seemed minor, like you could you could have fixed if it had this type of software. So I think that's really right. cool to see and unexpected from a Sony gaming headset. I like it. Nice. It's of the three. Is there one that you'd kind of point towards as maybe being the front runner? I think the H9, given... I know you said the H7 is oh, better okay. value, but I think for 100 bucks more, you may as well just get the noise cancelling. And Although, I guess if, if you don't want that, then I'm pretty sure the H7 is just the same thing without noise cancelling and a better battery life. So, I think that's a good buy as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It's good. Did you have a chance to see the monitors? Were they there or...? 
I did not, sadly, just yeah. alien wear monitors. Yeah. Figure. Go figure. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Brody, that was Tech Time with Shannon. But I would love to ask you about Skate going free to play because I'm sure you've got opinions on the matter. Um, there was a live stream in the week where they shared a little bit more details about the game, but this certainly seemed to be the big talking point. Tell me, what were your thoughts, feelings, opinions, emotions, reactions? Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm in two minds about it. Like, you know, the first reaction is to sort of go, oh, no, live service. It's uh, plenty of mm. games have gone that way and plenty of games have died by that sword. But um, I think it sort of does make sense in a way for Skate because it is very much that sort of hangout and just sort of uh, chill with your friends type thing where it can it can be pretty relaxed and you can just enjoy this large space and... Kind of like what Session tried to do, I guess, but obviously with a bit more stuff to do, maybe. Um, so I don't think it's that bad. Like, if they build it up as a platform and just keep adding adding parks and, you know, challenges and, like, a season pass of stuff you can unlock, like, I don't, I don't see how it would be as bad as what we're thinking. Like, I, I mean, I always thought, like, they should do something similar with, like, Mario Kart, for example. And like, just make that a platform or Mario party and make that a platform and just keep adding to it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard not to be slightly trepidatious just based on, yeah, uh, like other franchises that have tried this and have sort of died off. Like guitar heroes, last ditch effort was a live service type game like this. And that's now obviously dead as a doornail. So, uh, yeah, look, I, I, yeah. I hope they can and pull it off of- and. Yeah. I've seen a lot of chatter recently about Halo Infinite as well, having a massive fall off in its player base too, which has kind of yeah. opted for a similar approach to the multiplayer too. I'm curious though, like, do you see this as being a game you would have, um, I guess, like permanently installed and dip your toes back into, like on a regular basis, assuming there was kind of content being drip, drip fed to you? Yeah, it depends what, yeah, I guess it depends on sort of what angle they take with it, like whether they try to get a bit more grounded with it or whether they sort of, stick with that sort of goofy vibe they mm. found by the third game and like include like a heap of hauler meat stuff where like you're just ragdolling you and your friends bodies down like massive hills and shit like that like i could see a lot mm. of fun in that but um if it's just going to be like you know pure skating like session i guess then um i don't know i might try it for a bit but they'd have to do a lot to uh i guess keep the content turnover fresh and keep giving you reasons to come back i suppose so uh, i can see them obviously going that sort of season pass route and like uh giving like unlockable clothes and shoes and decks and all that sort of stuff and um yeah like they could bring back like old tony hawk staples like bail videos and and cool shit like that to unlock just as like little hidden uh things inside the battle part on oh, a battle pass but like season pass so yeah, I don't know. I, I guess a it's, little yeah, reassuring it's, it, to see that, like, they've confirmed that it won't feature pay-to-win mechanics. Like, micro microtransactions are going to be purely cosmetic mm. in nature, um, and it seems like they're not going to wall off kind of parts of the map as well. Is that that's kind of what I took from it too? Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I gotta say, people hated this. Like online, it was just pure hatred from every comment that i saw on any of our stuff to be honest uh, like the the kind of free to play tagline just kind of has a bad like a, a stigma attached to it right but i oh look I, I feel like you can never win with gamers and that's becoming more apparent than ever to me because if this if this came out with a hundred dollar <laughs> price tag like they would be up in arms saying it is not worth yeah yeah I, I think so i don't know I, 
I think the benefit is that it Imagine is free and, and live service. Like Avengers, people paid like a hundred dollars for, and it was yeah. you know still the, all the worst things of a live service game. So yeah, it's it's a tricky and tightrope. So I feel like this is the like we need to get used to the fact that sometimes it is okay to launch games with not a lot of content and then keep building as long as you've got a, like a two year plan and keep it consistent. Like I feel like that can be better than just dumping a million things out at once and never touching it again. And we've seen the resurgence of Fall Guys. Like, I mean, exactly. I just mentioned yeah, Halo falling by the wayside, mind. but Fall Guys has come back really strong having switched to free-to-play. free, pl- free to play. Um, yeah. God knows I'm back playing it. Here we are. Uh, James, I know you're not the biggest skating game guy. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm make, forever making incorrect assumptions. <laughs> um, but what do you think would you... What, like, what would you like to see to kind of help sustain this game going forward? I think it's just communication and um, just commitment to, like, say, like Shannon said, like a two-year plan or something. Um, Mm. I agree. Like, I don't think, like, we're in a world now where someone will pay $99.95. I know, like, no one pays retail in Australia, but, like, as an, like, you know, a full-price, like, game that's just, like, skate. Like, I don't think that world exists anymore um mm. and which and, and i understand like the the passion behind this announcement like in terms of the people getting upset like skate is a very nostalgic brand um which feels weird to say makes you feel old but like yeah it's um like i i get it why people are upset and i understand would say like yeah especially like the um i guess apprehensiveness to it um, but I do get the vibe based on the, what everyone's saying about this, that it is a passion project. I don't think they'll fuck it up. Um, when you say they're not prepared to spend not like full retail on a game like skate, like what, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like what sort of games would someone be prepared to full pay the full price on? Is it kind of like tentpole releases? Like, well, I just say, think the market the is God changing. War. Like the big, the, yeah, like big games are like like god of war or like like just those massive games are the ones everyone's happy to pay a hundred dollars for because they'll have that that yeah. that um what's the word production it's like i feel like but anything kind way, of unproven people are a bit more like hesitant on not even unproven get- just like that mid that idea of a mid-tier like b b tier game or whatever has kind of died out since um as we move further and further towards like better looking games like you have indies like indies at one end and then like mm. these massive tent pole releases on the other um i think even just looking at prices but, last year like fifa and nba like they dropped to 30 and 40 dollars like within weeks if not like a month of launch and i think even that proves that like you're gonna have the people day one that buy that game but i think the, the casual people like it just like James said, it's either like they want to play God of War or whatever day one. Even COD, I think, like that dropped in price for the mm. it's like nineteen dollars, which never happens for a COD. So I feel like, yeah, it is people are willing to pay it, or it almost has to be free to play or very close to it. Yeah, yeah. At I least think- it's, it's not it's not the worst thing to happen to uh, skateboarding video games today. Uh, Tony Hawk uh, announced that he's building a skate park in the metaverse, so that oh, can fuck God. off. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that sounds awesome. Thanks, Tone. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Big Tone. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was going to ask you, Brody, what did you make of the name San Vansterdam? <laughs> well, what, are you, what are you referring to here? <laughs> this, apparently, that's what the new city in Skate's called. San Vansterdam? San, San, Vans- San Vansterdam. Unless someone's playing a prank on me, but that's what it says in this article. 
it could have been we'll a typo it. from me. If it's my article, I'll I'll own it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's 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 assume it's right. And yeah, look, that sounds great. That sounds cool. It's probably going to be a it. cultural melting. Is pot. it a van? like tie-in. Oh, San, well, I, didn't San, think it. I think it's like van San Francisco, San. Look, yeah, it sounds good. Meets um, Vancouver. Is Amsterdam Vancouver known for its Amsterdam. <laughs> no. As long as, as long as it's got some, you know, sick lines to to carve up, you know, uh, I'm down. You know, as the kids say. So yeah, yeah the San Amsterdam here we go. New location called San Amsterdam. Yep. Yeah. No, that's what it's called. Apparently, wasn't a typo. Unreal. Uh, all right, let's move on and talk about some Nintendo news then. Uh, Nintendo in the week announced, surprise announced, I should note, a new eShop exclusive Kirby game, Dream Buffet. Uh, Shannon, I believe you enjoyed the last Kirby game. Are you excited by this one, Dream Buffet? I am. This was really surprising. It looks kind of like Fall Guys-esque, to be honest, which is surprising from Nintendo. And I, I feel like it's kind of ironic given Fall Guys just launched on the switch and they know they're going to charge for it but yeah i love to see nintendo doing weird things with its franchises and i love these like smaller e-shop titles i feel like we got that so much on like the ds and the 3ds and they've stopped doing it so love it can't wait <laughs> yeah like where do you come down on the kind of kirby as a franchise i feel like it's had a bit of a resurgence like in the last year or so is that fair to say or is it just, yeah I've, is it I've, known for being experimental kind of character? looking back it is it is like the franchise that nintendo like puts out like a title most years and never really does much but i think the forgotten land city one of the, whatever it is. i always forget what it's called i know i think forbidden? that took it to the next level forbidden look no, this I is where I, I'm fairly sure you had it right. The this latest Kirby game is... <laughs> I think it took everything to the next level, and I think that this will find success just what it's what it's going for, with what it's going for. I think this could be a game that could be free to switch online players. I don't know if they said that or that's a possibility, but this is the type of game that I would like to see on that kind of service, but with Nintendo, who knows? Mm. Uh, James, this is one you've got on your radar as well? Um, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I think it's, it's cool looking. Um, I think that, uh, is it, the idea is, is how it's four players, right? Yeah. And four levels, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. So like, it's not going to be like as big as like, say four guys in terms of scale, but like, I like the idea. Um, I think Nintendo always does this with Kirby. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, like they always kind of try these weird little gameplay experiments with, um, um, what, like Canvas Curse and that fighting game online. And I think there's like a dr- there was that drum playing one that was on the 3DS as well. Um, but yeah, like I'm keen to see how it turns out, I guess. Um, I think it'd be great if it was on the Switch Online somehow, um, just because you, these games kind of will live or die based on their player base. Because mm-hmm. um, it's only online, right? There's no local. I think there. so. Yeah, if it's just online. Yeah, if it's just online like that, would they kind of need to make sure that that player base stays healthy? Um, but yeah, mm. um, I will give it a shot. I think as long sure. as there's four people playing it, maybe like any given, given time. <laughs> any fine three people. Yeah, that, yeah. But that you, like you laugh, but like how many people are still playing? Like I don't know. I'm looking at this list: Kirby's Fighters Two. Like, <laughs> sorry, 
Someone, maybe. <laughs> if you are, hit me up. <laughs> uh, well, James, let me ask you about the other piece of Nintendo news then, and that was Bayonetta 3 being given a release date um, coming surprisingly soon, October 28th, which um, kind of immediately rang alarm bells. Are you going to be able to find some time for this in a busy October lineup? With Reverse? Think, Make your yeah, pick now. Same, yeah. Um, surprisingly soon, Ewan says, after five years. <laughs> like, well, of course just, it was coming. Whenever like, a release date's announced and it's like a month or two away, I'm like, oh, right, okay, gear up. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is the right date for it. Like, I know that there's different audiences on that day picking up different games, but... Um, sure. I will obviously be giving it a crack. Um, I hope it's good. I, I I do worry a little bit. I think it looks a bit weird, and they've changed the voice actor, which I know doesn't matter at the mm. big scheme of things. And maybe that's for story... I think that might be for story reasons, too. Um, but yeah, and the developers, it's a different team. So, like, I'm just a little bit like, Ugh. But I'm excited either way, and I hope it'll be good. And I hope there's no performance issues, as I'm getting used to with the Switch. You know? Yeah, f- always going to be fingers crossed on that one, I feel, here on out. Um, Brody, I don't know if you caught this piece of news, but in Bayonetta 3, they've added what they've called the naive angel mode, um, <laughs> yeah. which can be toggled on and off to reveal a little less of the characters. I mean, certainly by yeah. the, the video that they shared, it's quite a, a lot less of the character skin that yes. they're showing. Yes, I, I shan't <laughs> be using it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was curious as to what your your thoughts were on this. Like, do you see this being useful for people? Uh yeah, I guess there might be some, <laughs> there might be some, you know, Mormon families or something, or, or you know, I think, heavy Catholics I think, who want their children to be protected from the wrath of I, I boobs and butts. So. Rest to a joke as quick as it did. <laughs> just to go to the other side of that scale, I think it just might be for people who want to stream it, <laughs> but um. They would not mm. want their, their thing to be I don't, marked as. Would this I feel like Bayonetta was never like crazy. Was it like she was never like getting her bits like out and slapping nudes, enemies with them? But like you can't see nips. There's like, like a lot of like. There's, there's no, no, there's, no, there's no like. You don't see anything, but there's a lot of there's like. There's a lot of there's suggestion. There's a lot of there's like writhing and moaning and oh. mixed with Aww. the. Aww. Yeah, like that. I is but, this um, mode going to solve that? Like, or is it purely no, yeah, I, will it the character model? Well. Like, I don't know if that will happen. <laughs> I think they should. I think they should add a mode that goes the other direction and goes even more graphic. R-rated. I actually, <laughs> to be honest. Dark. I mean, I don't care, but like, I, I like, I there have been times when I was playing the first game back in the day, and my sister would walk in the room, she's like, "What the fuck are you playing?" And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like "It's not like what you think." And she's like, "I feel mm. like it would be useful in settings like that, where like maybe you're playing in a family area and there's kids about or something, and like, I don't know if it's going to be easy to toggle on and off. Like, it'd be good if there was like a keyboard shortcut or something, such that yeah, when your mum walks sure into that- the room, you can quickly spam the buttons, but." <laughs> But that's, I don't know. even that's quite <laughs> sus, but I don't know. Bayonetta <laughs> had, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it, I'm sure there are people who maybe, but are there people who didn't play this game because of the nudity? I don't know. There's not even nudity. It's just you know. What are you gonna have to do first though? Scantily like, do you, clad. Do, you, do yeah. you toggle? Do you toggle the safe mode or do you pull your pants up first? That's the question. Well, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> You're bordering on this whole segment being cut, Brody. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Is this one of these anyway, moments where we tarnish your press start brand, Shadow? I that, won't be at this moment. I will not be a naive angel, just so you all know. The original tweet, <laughs> the original tweet. If you translate it, it says without creating an awkward atmosphere in the room. Like that's <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's the wording. So, no full awkward atmosphere for me. Thanks. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess because it is the first one wasn't Nintendo exclusive, was it? It came no, out on no. PS3. Yeah, I guess so. It's it is different now that they are Nintendo exclusive games. Two was pretty like full on. <laughs> was it Wii U though? It was on Wii U, it was wasn't Wii it? U. Yeah. No, no one was playing on Wii U, huh. so they didn't have to think about that. Yeah. I just shared a picture into the in the chat for a little comparison side by side of what's going on. But yeah, I mean, it makes, we, we makes a big knew, difference. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, I don't know. Like, what eight year old hasn't seen some cheek at some point? Like, it's funny. How, <laughs> how do you save pictures at a Discord? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on before this gets out of hand, even more so than it already has. Uh, let's talk about this new PlayStation Stars loyalty program, Shannon. I assume this would be something you'd be interested in. Firstly, can you explain a little bit more about this? I'm not entirely clear on the details. Well, I think it is similar to My Nintendo and Xbox Game Pass Rewards, which someone responded, and I saw Brody Shadily like, which I wasn't too happy with. But I think <laughs> the, it's essentially you're playing games, earning trophies, earning points, and then I guess you can redeem those points for like PlayStation Store credit and and other things. Um, I don't. What is it like on Xbox? Like I did see, and it does sound the same, but I've never heard of anyone like playing games and then being able to pick up a voucher. So I assume it's yeah, very hard so, to get there. No, well, yeah, it depends how into it you are. Like you can earn up to thousands of points per per month if you really want to. But um, yeah, and it, and it is just for that, like booting games, downloading games on Game Pass, uh, buying games, uh, and yeah, obviously just earning random achievements in games, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you get points pretty quickly and, and they, they do generally equate to a decent, like, voucher that you can redeem on the store and stuff. So, at the end of the day, it's not costing you anything to do exactly. it. I think it's, it's it's a good initiative. So, um, the, and if... Yeah. I was going to say, the part I was excited about was sort of the digital collectibles part. And I feel like if that is what I think it is and you can sort of... It's not NFTs, but I think it's like trophies but like system-wide trophies and i think that'd be cool if you can display them and and collect them i think I could, they, they need yeah. to bring back playstation home so then you can kit your home out well, with like what, little what i thought about trophies. was like was like Ooh. astro bot i don't know if anyone played that and like that but all mm. the collectibles you get in that that's what my mind went to and maybe it will lead to yeah like a metaverse type I actually feel like PlayStation Home would do well if it launched today. Maybe we'll be able to deck our skateboard out with them and when we're shredding around Tony Hawk's digital skate park um yeah i don't know that that was this like that that aspect of it like interested me the least i would say the, the steam really um, but you think about your full guys i just you and you're yeah, such a vain person yeah but like when it's in a game and you can kind of like quit uh, like kick your character out with them and stuff like that's all all fine and well and god knows i've spent a great deal of time and effort and stuff like fortnite and just Apex just wait until there's the a look at my character there's a last of us collectibles but, then yeah, well, it, it really depends where the collectible it is. Like the you were kind of excited me a little bit there. Like if it's new avatars for your um, player profile, that kind of thing. Like that uh, might be nah, interesting. See, Maybe that, that that's not what I want. 
at all, I don't think. If it's just that, I, I just don't want it to be like crappy trading cards or something that Steam has to get their own area. And I, I feel like, I feel like point five percent of Steam players actually like care about those. Um, yeah, maybe which, you're hey, right. Props to if you are, but it just kind of. It, it kind of like feels just like digital clutter in the end. Like there's already so much going yeah. on in the UI, like something else kicking about that I don't care about. I just, I don't know. Potentially, but like Brody there. said, I think it's, it's a no brainer in terms of like, especially with the new PlayStation plus subs and everything moving to online and subscriptions. Like when you think about it, I'm surprised this kind of thing didn't exist. My surprise yeah. was there because they're actually going to like reward people for being like the first to platinum a game and that kind of thing. And that's a very exclusive things to do like to be the first person Mm. to platinum a game in a country and you're getting a certain reward for that like that's gonna mean that these some of these things are very limited and really yeah i don't know how how some reviewers would be gunning for that yeah i was gonna say people (laughs) who review games like i know obviously like kieran platinums everything before anyone in the world every time so like he's gonna have a great digital collection yeah he'll he'll be the only one with anything (laughs) I, I would think they would have to NFT do it so like you have to start the game after launch maybe but yeah who knows yeah uh, James is this something you put much stock in like Shannon mentioned nah. to Nintendo and Xbox having <laughs> okay you've answered my question very good I, well, I, I, no I, I, I know it's a thing for it's a thing for Xbox as well but I've never done it I think if I logged in yeah. I'd probably have like what about Nintendo have you ever points. made use of the, the coins that you get there or? um Actually, I did. I remember back in the 3DS days, I did because you could get cool free physical shit. Um, yeah, which you can get notebooks code. and stuff. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you still you still can, right? That yeah. being said, with the Switch, I you I do find myself using my coins for discounts a lot. Like that's a pretty chill mm. system that like. Um, costs you nothing. <laughs> like it's not like you have to log in. Pretty chill you, system. It's, well, it is. It's like, pretty cool. To, it's laid back. It's, it's not like this fucking it. like oh, log into the Microsoft <laughs> Rewards website and then do this survey and then, like do you know what I mean? Just buy yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. you accrue points. Like that's that's chill. That's what I mean. Like and then the next time you buy a game, it's like oh, you've got points. You want to use them? And I'm like oh yeah, thanks, buddy. And then discount away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not following. All right. Thanks. Well, I'm interested to see. It's coming out later this year. Um, I don't think they've opened up signups or anything like that yet. But I'm interested to see how it shakes out. There's certainly aspects of it that excite me. But yeah, digital collectibles. I'm still there to be convinced on. Anyhow, yes, I well, the stars I'd... are shining bright for PlayStation. It seems very good. Made. Uh, the year leave the segues to Ewan, please. The leave the segues to Ewan. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even pay attention. Speaking of PlayStation stars shining, shining bright. There was one shining bright today as it went up for pre-orders, and that was, of course, God of War Ragnarok. Shannon, did you get an order in? I know you had a busy morning. I didn't. I Yeah. I, I don't know. I was thinking about it, but then I was like, nah, I don't need anything else. If I knew that the the, the, the collector's edition, what's it called? The Jotnar? I don't, I don't the know how Jotnar to say it. The Jotnar edition, edition yeah. whatever it is. Um, if I knew that was going to be so limited, I probably would have got one just for the fact that like there was clearly less than 100 if that of these so that would have enticed me but no otherwise i don't need any more crap in my life what about yourself james no you can no, be tempted by a collection. i'll just grab us i'll grab a, st- a standard for me thanks <laughs> and brody what about points. yourself could you be tempted the hammer did that win you over the seven inch vinyl uh, maybe n- no no that's a that's a, an intimidating size so uh no thank you <laughs> um i'll <laughs> 
Uh, no, um, I'm, I'm similar to Shannon. I don't need any more junk on my shelves. If anything, I'm trying to get rid of stuff. Uh, and I assume it didn't come with the game, so as I'm famously digital, so... I mean, it come, we've been through this was, every time. It was made just yeah. for you. It was it was only a code. It's in a the code. Box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, even This so, is what no. caught me out with Horizon. I was saying about it last week. I went opened my yeah. game case the other day and there was no disc. I wondered where the hell the disc was. Yeah, I do recollect <laughs> this now. It's all screaming back to me, so... Uh, no, no, I didn't get it. I, I put I, a pre-order on Amazon. It's just so easy. And the yeah, price I feel is like there's a drop whole... like an hour later and you get the guaranteed cheaper price. Like it's just, did you get, yeah. did you get the Yotna? I did not get the Yotna, but yeah, I'm like Shannon. I like, had I known it was going to be a, such an exclusive club, maybe I would have given it a It was go. like less than yeah. like 10 minutes, wasn't it? On it was like two minutes, apparently. Well, like that's, that's the yeah. only did they get I like four? <laughs> I would have got it for resale value alone. Yeah, it's interesting. Like James, we were talking about this earlier today. That like the the it's usually EB that kind of get these like exclusive limited editions. But uh, for the last PlayStation ones, it seems to have been JB and maybe it's EB not wanting to deal with the fuss about like a hundred yeah, units available. I was thinking nationally. like. At- yeah, like if you have like ten units, like you'd probably want to yeah. get the one that has fifty. Like at least they last a bit longer, and people because people get shitty. I think people are still. Yeah, there's probably as we record this, somebody's typing an angry comment about it. Um, but like, yeah, I. I, I mean, don't I, don't I think blame it is them. weird. Like, I it's agree. Hard when like I don't know when something is advertised <clears throat> as coming to your market, and there's actually very slim opportunity for you to get it. Like, I think the I, problem. I, there, I totally like, understand the frustration. But I like this way because at least like with Horizon and GT and this game, like you can be like, okay, this is when it's going up. Whereas like, say with, I mean, this is a James problem, but with Resident Evil, they'll announce collectors, then months later, I might they might be announced. We're getting it. You, you, there's no uncertainty. You know, it's yeah. going up this time and this date. Um, yeah. yeah. What yeah. I was saying to Shannon was it'd probably be better to have transparency on which retailers are offering what because regardless of who's offering what, they will all be getting the same units anyway. So it's not like any, and they'll all sell out. Like no one's going to miss out either way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone yeah, we, will go like, for JB for the Jotna have... and then everyone yeah. will go to EB for the collectors. Like it's still going to be the same probably yeah. result, but at least people don't, because I'm sure so many people were caught off guard. and would... Yeah, that wasn't announced ahead of time today as to who was going to have which edition. No. Nah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can look it's... at trends in the past, like with Horizon, but sure. obviously that's something like we do, not like normies or anything. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we operate like... on that assumption, but yeah, it, you'd I, be it's... forgiven for not. I feel like this is the kind of thing where no one's going to be happy. Like, if... Yeah, like I was saying last week about the digital versus not including a game in the box. Like, people love to complain. Like, I could easily see a scenario where we only got the collector's edition here and people would be pissed off. Like, so you you bring it here in limited quantities and people miss out and they're pissed off. And the same with if they announced the exact retails that were getting what, it would have sold out probably even quicker than it did and people still miss out. So I just feel like there's no... All right, right we get it, Shen. Every game is an asshole. We get it. Yeah. No, I feel <laughs> it's so hard with anything like this because so you want it to be limited. You wanted it to be limited edition, right? Because that's why people want these things. Otherwise, you see them in bargain bins months later, and no one wants that either. But then there probably is a, a middle ground somewhere where everyone that wants one within a day is getting it and not missing out, but they're not sitting on shelves months later, and that's hard. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fine balance. All right. Well, that was meant to be a rapid fire question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but really? Thankfully, I do. Well, I do. Yeah, that wasn't, was, that wasn't yeah. announced. That's on you. You didn't announce <laughs> yeah, it as such. Exactly. Did I not? Okay. Well, it's a no. good thing I've got a backup rapid fire question. Did we get anything in the Amazon Prime Day sales, James? I got a water pick. 
a cold nice. game. Nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think that actually could spawn a whole conversation, but can we get a, yeah, a live Shannon? demo after this? <laughs> um, what did I get? I got Dead Old Wipes. I got lots of T2. <laughs> <laughs> Are I you planning on playing Bayonetta or like? Sh- Sh- yeah, Shannon exactly. did the grocery shop. <laughs> I got a finger meter thing that wasn't in sale, but I taught it for Mark. Yeah, just just fun stuff, you know. Uh, Lots yeah, of cleaning yeah. the stuff. Examiner That's the best something. stuff to yeah. get. It's so cheap. Brody. Oh god, I did hear Brody scream a second ago. I was worried I he know. injured himself. I don't Are think you, Brody, he didn't you buy okay? anything. I'll- so <laughs> it's it's boring anyway. You and what did you get? <laughs> I actually didn't get anything this year. I exercised wow. amazing self-restraint and didn't order anything. Lots of things tempted me. The Samsung watches tempted me. Some new Yeah, there were a lot me. there were a lot of like good smaller deals. Like a lot of stuff was on sale, but it was nothing that like I needed or any major thing. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to get like a carton of energy drinks, but then I thought like I shouldn't. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like I could have I mean? been tempted by that because it was cheap, but I was like, I don't I d- need it. I do need to order some chewing gum. A again. Fucking, something ridiculous, like a kilo of Snickers for $2 or some shit. But like you don't want that in the house. <laughs> I'm know? going to Costco tomorrow, James. I'll uh, I'll help you out. Um, Brody, are you there? Because I do have something to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I am back. Uh, I'm back. Sorry. I, Brody, I, just in further evidence that my mum is a better gamer than I am, she just texted me to say that she's beaten death's door oh shit that's a good effort yeah i'm impressed that game, that, yeah that game doesn't fuck around good for her anyhow with that and not fucking around in the spirit of not fucking around let's play what the wiki the press start podcast game show where the previous week's winner reads part of a wikipedia page for an unknown game and we the contestants must guess the game the first to gets two games correctly wins the round and takes home the point and last week that was awarded to james who has reclaimed his lead with eight points brody just behind though on seven shannon again just behind on six myself on two kieran on one and harry and steven tied on nil points but james as last week's winner, you are today's host. Take it away. Yes, I am. Is everyone listening? I feel like someone's not. We are listening. I'm Just ready to <laughs> bloody go. Let's go. Heads up. Something on your phone you want to share with the class, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah. What's more important at 7 p.m. on a Friday? <laughs> Just getting my tips. Oh, wait. My sorry. Tips. 9 p.m. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Let's start. I'm ready. Okay. Fucking shut up. We're going. <laughs> Watch okay. Brody win in five seconds now. Is Brody with us? <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, hurry, okay. please, before my internet. <laughs> okay. I'm trying. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Okay. The game is set in a dark fantasy interpretation of the setting of the original game. The game is an action role playing game in which players take on the role of a protagonist, exploring environments and fighting monsters from the series. Combat takes place in real time. Being able to switch between two assigned jobs and use physical and magical attacks. Once an enemy's break gauge depleted, the character can form a finishing blow that crystallizes the enemy, allowing players to harvest them and restore a portion of their magic meter. The team originally planned the game to be marketed around the mystery of the main character's identity, but after the development team discovered that many fans in the West correctly guessed that identity, they reworked the marketing <laughs> to focus on how the character becomes who he becomes. Hmm. No. It sounds interesting, whatever it is. Mm, very interesting. I, I think I had a suspicion as to what it was early that was wrong, and I got too hung up on it. And now I'm the game to literally is an, the game. This is going to be photo finished. The game is an action role-playing game in the Final Fantasy series developed by Koei Tecmo's Team Ninja and published by Square Enix in celebration of the series' 35th anniversary. An you... alternate universe prequel. Oh. Uh, it's not Final Fantasy Strangers of Paradise, is it? 
Oh, it is. Like, it's it is. Oh, did Paradise. I get the name right? No, you, you didn't. Have but it. That's, oh, that's shit. Fine. Strangers in Paradise. I always, this is another game I always Stranger of, confused. Yeah, all good. I nearly it's said fine. Final Fantasy Origins too, but that was its like name before being named, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, cool. Quick game, uh, good game. Title. Let's go. All right, sorry. Go on, go on. Please, please, please. <laughs> He's relishing in his win. <laughs> yeah, he can do that when he actually that's wins. It. Do we, should we just, <laughs> do we just re- end around there? Shut up! You. The game is a hack and slash video game which plays players someone as they fight through hordes of zombies. The player can use melee attacks, dodges, and high-low attacks with their weapon. Zombies can be beaten into a groggy state, and during which they can then be instantly killed with an attack. Gold medals can be earned by defeating zombies, smashing objects, and rescuing classmates. Shannon. Uh, yep. <laughs> Dead Rising. What is... No, that's not... What is the going called? Quick. Okay, I think you've said Dead Rising. We should move on. <laughs> Dead Rising off the record. <laughs> no, it's not. Throughout the journey, the main character is accompanied by their boyfriend, Nick, who is a disembodied head hanging from the main character's oh, waist. Oh, Ewan. Yes, Ewan. Ah, uh, fuck. What's it called? I want to say Lollipop Chainsaw? It is Lollipop Chainsaw. Did you <laughs> <Let's> win? <laughs> wow. Wow, wait. That's huge. That's, a, that's oh, bad. Oh, my God. What wow. was the theme? I'm going to play the internet. I don't do fucking themes. So, Final Fantasy has um, its first DLC next week, which is exciting for any uh, nobody except me. <laughs> and and Kieran, maybe. Um, and then Lollipop Chainsaw obviously had a remake announced recently-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to throw it in there. Beautiful. Okay, so there was no theme. They were just in the news for some reason or another. Yeah, the next one was Bayonetta. Too. That's the theme. They were in the news. There's Bay no theme. In the news. There is no theme. <laughs> They With that, let's bring news. an end to what was this <laughs> week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listen or the Podcast Service of your choice and follow us at press.au and visit the website, of course, at press.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at shancake underscore on the Twitter. Hosting What the Wiki Today it was James. Yes, it was me. Um, you can find me on Twitter at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. And with an internet that's barely hanging in there, it was Brody. Oh, mate, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Looking forward to hearing how Ewan uh, signs himself off here, seeing as he's won the point. Please, go ahead. And soon to make a comeback in What the Wiki, I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And Brody, how was that that ending? <laughs> It fell apart. I don't know. My my, my internet stopped. Happy gaming. Bye. Bye. I was muted. <laughs>